Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Music for Life, where we dare you to be happy. No matter what mood you find yourself in, this show provides just the right space for you. I am Judith Pinkerton, founder of Music for Life, with my cohort, Amy Frost, Music for Life's National Wellness Circles Director. Together we invite you to join us for some me time. Sip on your favorite beverage during the next 30 minutes as we explore together music medicine, and life skills that support joy in the midst of crisis. some technical challenges here. Amy, are you hearing a double echo going on? You fade in and out. Sometimes I hear you and sometimes I don't. I hear you perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> so what I am hearing is me talking in the background that is huh. very strange right now. So um, I'm going to ignore what I am hearing. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be really hard. All right. So, welcome, Amy. <laughs> this could turn yeah, out really challenging quickly when you hear trying to inspire each other. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I, I know that last week we really focused on <laughs> what what is good time management skills for busy people and acknowledging that we were so busy last week we didn't even get the time management handout posted and time for the radio show that happened a little bit earlier um, than usual last week. But I know that you had an aha <laughs> from that episode. What was it? Well, in, in in time management, I've been doing that a million years, or I'm sure over many lifetimes. And what really made me stop and reflect about time management skills for busy people this time really was how do I stop and reflect and how I spend my time, money, and energy towards what feeds my calling. A good friend of mine, she we, uh, gave me a question to play with over the last week, and uh, my friend Eileen, and, and the question was, 
is this, when I'm looking at doing anything, asking myself, is this my ego or is this my calling urging me to do this? And so that really changes how I use my time when I look at and my choices to follow the calling, the inspiration of the calling. So that changes how you look at time management. And then we had Bart, who's the, the, the modern day shaman, and looking at how do we manipulate time. You and I talk about using time warps. Um, in Native American practice, I've used stopping the river and then starting the river. And so there's just all kinds of, you know, traditional ways to use time management and then, you know, then all kinds of other ways. And that's really fun being able to play with it. And I'm really excited about um, the, the, the topic for today, moving from burnout to inspiration, because I think time management is an important skill in staying inspired and not getting burned out. Because if you're using your time effectively, I think that helps you to stay inspired. Yeah, so we have a special guest who's very much alive to tell us how her preferred songs have special meaning in her life. And if we have time, at 20 after the hour, we'll have a caller come on to ask us their burning question. So I'd really like to introduce our guest, Carolyn Ortman, who is an accomplished international speaker, workshop facilitator, and marketing expert with over 20 years of experience in corporate marketing management, and seminar training. She acts as a marketing matchmaker where she empowers her clients and applies strategies and techniques to create messages and brands that best through marketplace clutter, launch business profiles, and perfectly match their ideal audiences. Welcome to the Music for Life radio show, Carolyn. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks, Judith. (laughs) Thanks, Amy. Yeah. So you have a couple favorite songs, and I've got links to them for our listeners. And we've noted that one of them (laughs) is Hero by Mariah Carey, and the other one is When You Believe by Mariah Mm -hmm. Carey and Whitney Houston. So what's of interest to me is which one would you push play on first usually? Probably the the when you believe, because when those times uh, in those times of why did this happen or you know like we can all get <laughs> go there um, is there is there some purpose for this and you know we can all like spin out sometimes the when you believe is is standing in your power and standing in your faith and just knowing that it's. It's happening for we may not know right now, but when you believe and you continue to believe in your vision, then it's all going to work out. And that brings that brings me comfort when when I can hear a song like that, and it pumps me up to motivate me to you know kick some ass and get going. Amen. <laughs> so the the lyrics are really interesting, and they kind of take on their own energy when you read them separately. And I've got them pulled up here, so let's. Just listen for a second here. Many nights we prayed with no proof anyone could hear. In our hearts, our hopes for a song we barely understood. Now we are not afraid, although we know there's much to fear. We are moving mountains long before we knew we could. Whoa, yes, there could be miracles when you believe, though hope is frail. It's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe somehow you will You will when you believe. And in this time of fear, when prayer so often proves 
in vain. Hope seems like the summer bird to swiftly flown away. Yet now I'm standing here, my heart's so full, I can't explain. Seeking faith and speaking words I never thought I'd say. There can be miracles when you believe. And then it does some um, repeating of the words. So it's real interesting to notice how that can be a real um, inspiration and can lift you up when you're really needing that. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, there's uh, several times it's mentioned in there about fear and how fear is, we all experience fear in, in you know, so many different forms, fear of what's going to happen, fear of moving forward, fear that we'll be criticized, fear that what we put out there is going to be rejected. And, you know, what I've learned and continue to learn is that we kind of need that fear to keep us going. But if that fear is something that stifles us and, and creates stuckness so we're not moving forward, that's where the hope comes in so that we can we have that hope to move forward. Because, you know, I, I think that fear is a motivator, but if we get the support around us and we have that hope, then that's where we can bust through the fear and um, and, and just, and sometimes you have to kind of walk with the fear and say, okay, here you are. It's, it's, there you are. There's fear. Okay, it's got to come up. And then you just keep going. So well said. So then when you compare that, oh, and you know, with Whitney Houston singing it and knowing what, you know, her life was about, um, right. does, it, does it color that for you at all when you hear her sing now or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not so much. I didn't really. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really reflect on that so much. Mm-mm. I mean, it, it's, it, it, it was. I, you know, I, I thought of it, but it didn't really. I didn't really make that connection so much. Mm-mm. Okay. And and then the other song is also by Mariah Carey. So I'm hearing that you really resonate with Mariah, um, and having mm-hmm. picked out the song "Hero" as well. And so how is that the same or different than what When You Believe delivers for you? Um, it's about that you have to be your own hero. That's how I, you know, that's how I read it and that's how I interpret it. And um, actually, I think Whitney did a song, I can't think of the title, a very similar kind of that we are, you know, we are our own inspiration. That, again, when we believe and when we um, believe that we can Um, sure, we can be heroes for other people and we can inspire other people, but we first have to be heroes for ourselves. We first have to um, believe that we can move forward and we can achieve, and um, that's that's what that song does for me, you know, knowing that it's about me (laughs) and it's about me um, taking, taking action to inspire myself to bust through fear and make things happen. You know, and it's it's really reflective of these words as well from what you're saying about, you know, it being all, it's all about me because um, it's asking you to look inside your heart, um, not to be afraid, you know, to find that answer, reaching into your soul and and so on. So it's, these are, yeah. these are really good for especially our topic today about, you know, working with when you get burned out and how mm-hmm. to find inspiration and music can certainly do that. And because it does work from our central nervous system, it can absolutely shift your mood when you've got that right song playing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah. I've I've been using it more lately. Actually, using music more lately. Really, for what purpose? Well, um, when when the fear comes up, or when I'm about to about to do something that I'm not so sure how it's going to work out, um, I've been turning more to music and you know turning the radio up loud, turning my Pandora up loud, and actually you know getting more having more movement in my life and dancing um, because it, you're right. The right song can really just kick it up. So I think it's a way to, um, you know, not to, not to um, disregard the fear, but to kind of, kind of kick it to the curb temporarily. You <laughs> know, like I said, yeah, you, you know, we need to, kind of walk with our fear, but there's those times when you just can't let it get in your way, whether you're about to give a presentation or you're about to go talk to that client or the potential client or about to make that phone call that you have some trepidation about, cranking up the music and just really rocking it or getting that inspired by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston um, can put you in a place where you're motivated to go make it happen. Yeah. I know you've had some personal experience with music medicine, and what I'm hearing you say is that music has just become more part of your life now and how you really utilize it to support you. Yes, and that's that's very true. Okay, working through the different emotions to to come uh, you know out on the other side, yeah, in a more mm-hmm. positive, more uplifting way. Mhm. So our listeners can easily go to the Music Medicine Bootcamp download that's at the mentalfitness.musicforlife.us website. And it's simply a two-hour audio download with a 32-page workbook that takes you through how to change your music listening habits into what we call a mood sequence formula so that you too can start really using music as medicine in your life rather than allowing it to possibly keep you stuck in certain areas that it can help you shift through and empower you to do even more positively with your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Amy, I know we've got this fabulous um, handout that's available on your blog uh, talking about moving from burnout to inspiration. What tips can you bring forward and including Carolyn, of course, as well as myself in our journey through that handout and actually moving from burnout to inspiration with a positive mindset. Well, again, I think it's been a positive mindset to some extent, like Carolyn is talking about with fear and links to you all the time with the music matching, you know, wherever you're at. And sometimes it it is about fear or facing that, you know, you are in burnout. The ideal scene, yes, would be that we're doing lots of prevention and that you catch it way before you get to burnout. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't know those tools, so I'm hoping that they'll start using them. Carolyn and I have been working together in many forms for over 15 years, and we've both been very inspired and we've both been very burned out. And so I think we're pros on both ends of the scale. Wouldn't you say that's true, Carolyn? (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, so we speak as from <laughs> from from both sides of the fence. So just in the handout, and we're just going to have a conversation, talk about simple, easy things that you do, and know that you have a great process to walk you through. And of course, music as medicine is is so helpful with everything, and 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 helping you to to face the burnout 
to use the tools and then to use it for inspiration. So it really works in all parts of it. One of my favorite quotes about balancing and, 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 and finding, and that's really what we're talking about, is finding the middle way, finding the balance and using tools on a consistent basis. Nari says, life is a balancing act. To lose awareness of where you are at any time is to risk falling off the tight wire of life. And I think it's really important to be paying attention where am I at? Well, we have the happiness scale on a one to one to five. Where are you at in happiness? If you don't start watching where you're at, you might think, "Oh, I'm happy," but you're really not because you don't really have something to balance it against. And what you want to do is you want to pay attention and be doing interventions way before you're at a negative fifty. And I think what so we we sneak up on, and you know, all three of us in working with people, I know we've had these conversations where we t- people will say, "Oh, yeah, I used to." to use music, I used to journal, I used to walk, I used to do all these things, and uh, my life isn't working now. Are you using them out? No, I'm not. So I think mm-hmm. that's the consistent thing is you've got to have a practice and you've got to be doing things for prevention. And well, one of the things that I love to talk to people about is we have a compassion fatigue assessment where people, you're taking care of others, taking care of others, taking care of others, and as a leader, as as a, as a nurse, as a mother, and all of a sudden you're you're exhausted and you're burned out. So when the uh, compassion fatigue assessment can kind of help you say, well, where am I at? And what I like to have people do is to be their own self-care detective to find out what their own signs and symptoms are because they're all unique. And so you'd start that process. And then there's lots of great interventions. So you got to know where you are, and you've got to face that and be using tools. So um, one of my favorite tools um, is uh, setting intentions every day and and saying, what is it I want my day to look like, and visioning that before I even get out of bed. And I find that's a very helpful tool that keeps me inspired. It helps me to see where I'm at, and I actually plan out what are some things I'm going to do today to help in my self-care, because I think that's a large part of what we're talking about here is is that self-care. And how about you, Carolyn? I know you, my question is always, where in the world is Carolyn Ortman? Right now you're in Texas, right? She travels all <laughs> over the country, all over the world doing training. And it's, you know, and the time schedule changes and doing different topics and working with different groups all the time. What are some mm-hmm. things that you'd stay inspired when you could very easily get burned out? So what do I, what are my practices or what do I do? Or, or, yeah, or, yeah, or what have you done that has worked that maybe might be good to try again? <laughs> well, I know getting back to my meditation, and like you were saying, you know, it's so easy to fall off the journaling, the exercise, or whatever. But I think, um, you know, what I recognize is that I can get to a place where, oh, it just seems so overwhelming to get back into an exercise routine, or oh, I have to journal every day, or oh, and so what I recognize is just doing something in little. So, for instance, I wanted to get back into my meditation, and I have got a really busy mind, and it's a, it's a big chatterbox there, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, you know it's, it's it's very distracting can be. And I said, you know, I know I do better when I can meditate. So I started with ten minutes, and I start with ten minutes, and I just sit there. I set my timer for ten minutes, and I watch my thoughts get all chattery, and I tone it down, and then what I do when the timer goes off is I set it for another 10 and I actually just kind of put myself in like child yoga pose on the floor and just sort of focus there, close my eyes and set it for another 10. And at least I'm doing something. 
And if, you know, my mind chatters and I say, you know what, at least I'm working towards getting a clearer mind. I don't, you know, it's funny. Sometimes I, you know, I used to sit down like, gosh, darn it, how come I can't focus <laughs> in meditation? Darn it, uh-huh. mind, just stop going crazy. And you can't do that. You can't force your mind to relax. It's kind of ironic. And so um, I'll just, I'm like, good, I did my 10 minutes, you know, and I'll, I'll feel better. I really will. I feel, you know, not 100% better, but I feel a lot more settled. So that's something that, and again, it's just the regular practice of doing something every day, no matter how small. I might catch it for five minutes or get up a little earlier and, and tackle it then is what I would say. So, well. And how about you, Judith? What are some, some things that that you do or that you, you want to get back to doing that you know work for you? Well, in addition to what Carolyn was talking about with the meditation, um, I absolutely do that. And in addition, I'm having some health issues to address, and I find that just picking up the phone and, and talking to a loved one, a close friend, or getting a, a text meaningful, it just helps to keep me centered and to be focusing on, you know, what what is real time and real um, a real need to keep me balanced in everything that I'm going through. So um, I find that having a support network um, in place is really valuable when you're going through challenges you know, that could be described as burnout or health issues that compromise, you know, regular daily activities, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. And I think it's really important to know know yourself and know that at times things are going to shift and change. So what you need right now today may be different tomorrow. And allowing yourself to, you know, to be different at different times. Yeah, and I would say, too, re, uh, reaching out, like Judith was saying, you know, reaching out instead of <clears throat> instead of having it spin or spiral in your mind, um, I've gotten better at, okay, you know, who is the person I can call, um, who just to vent maybe, and then I know that I'll feel so much better. You know, maybe not immediately, but just getting it out as soon as possible if there's a big disappointment or something then how can you do that and then do your best to move on? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and we're all human and we're all just trying to do the very best we can. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's challenging. And I don't know about you guys, but what I'm finding is the world seems to be going faster and crazier. (laughs) And, yeah, so you've really got to be diligent, I think, about what is it that I need at this moment. You know, I'm finding right now, for me in the last few months, I've needed a lot more seclusion and quiet time, which is, is is not really that normal for me in the way that I've needed it. But I think part of it, I feel like I've been kind of back in a cocoon. And now when then at points I'm like, no, I'm I'm ready more to reach out. But it's about trusting that in yourself. Mm-hmm. But then, and then knowing, too, when you need help. I think that's, that's there, there are points where you get where you can't do it yourself. And you may think that you can. So I think it's being able to know when or am I at that point where I may need to reach out to get help, even though I think I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've, we've got a lot of people in, in that situation. And so it's, it's, it's nice finding new ways that you can get support and new ways that you can reach out. 
So um, yeah. definitely the support, that's really, really important, knowing what you need, when you need it, and, and taking advantage of that. Um, another one of my favorites is uh, journaling and finding ways to make that a normal part of your life. So, um, uh, Carolyn, do you, are you using journaling in your 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 life? Yeah, when I when I'm um, really daily disciplined with my gratitude journal, um, mm-hmm. I was part of a program where, and I do gratitude journaling anyway. But I was part of a program where we had to, um, you know, what are you grateful for? And looking at, and kind of like what you're saying with intention is, you know, what is what are some opportunities you have today? And then that way you kind of feed it into your intention, so you're kind of on the lookout and lookout throughout your day. Okay, what are the opportunities, and, and what could you do? What could you possibly do, or who could you reach out to for that opportunity? And then to close the night out, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's yes, what are you grateful for? And um, what you know, what what amazing things happen today. So even if it's something small, you got a phone call from someone, or somebody reached out to you, or you saw something in nature, then it le- you learn to appreciate those small things. And I'm lately I'm I'm really more appreciative of nature and spending time in nature and looking at the small things, sitting on my deck and just you know looking at my yard and seeing the hummingbirds come. Just those those moments where I can be you know, be in nature, but the journaling, the, the gratitude journal, that's, that does, it's amazing what, what, um, just writing down five or 10 things you're grateful for every morning and every night. It's amazing what that can do for your state of mind and your attitude. Now, do you take a journal with you when you travel? Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. And have my affirmations that I, you know, that I read and then I write, write down what I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um, I do my best to keep it up daily um, doesn't always happen, but I do it. I take it with me, and uh, yes, try. I do my best to make it every day. Well, and, and I'm really proud of you. I know it's really challenging when you're say you are a a, a warrior out on the uh, out training all over the <laughs> the world and trying to find those balances. And I think yes. that's it's really important for for all of us who have families and who work and who you know are taking care of so many other people. To have those parents. things like <laughs> yeah, finish out. Well, taking like th- taking the journal with you. Mm-hmm. The likelihood yes. is you'll use it if you have it. So I'm so proud of you and and having having the tools you need and doing the daily practices. Now I know mm-hmm. Judith has a burning question. She's going to want to ask you here in a second or two. Okay. <laughs> uh oh, Carolyn. What? <laughs> okay, now. Deep breath at yourself. What I want to know, and all of our listeners want to know from you, is what would you like to impress the world with before you leave it? Hmm. Impress the world with. What impression do I want to make? Um, I'd like to impress the world with the the hope, you know, going back to the song, the hope that no matter what they're going through, that there is a way through and a way out because I've seen it, I know it, I've experienced it, and that if they that they just need to find those tools, those the inspiration, whether it be the song, I guess Keep searching for whatever it is that, that you know whatever it is for them. So my impression that I want to make 
that I would like to impart on the world is to keep having faith and hope because without that, our lives really are meaningless and we're just empty shells. And if we continue to get, you know, have the people around us to support with that, with that hope, amazing things can happen. And I, like I said, I've seen it, I've experienced it, I know. And so I would like to be able to inspire people to continue to believe that and live that. I love that. And I know our listeners will really resonate and are resonating with what you have to say. It's um, it's so crucial in this world to be able to um, successfully say you have faith, you know, and sometimes it's hard to find that. And, yeah. you know, to, yeah. And so just thinking about the, the tools that we've been talking about to uh, find that faith, because when you're burned out, you know, sometimes that um, that light, that flicker of faith, you know, can can go out. But just know that it's there someplace. And how do you, you know, get that back again? So hopefully, these tools we've talked about today are meaningful for everybody. Um, thank you so much, both Amy and Carolyn, for being on the show. We are shifting <laughs> into our last words here. Have a have a wonderful, blessed day, both of you. Uh, you've been listening to Music for Life with host Judith Pinkerton and Amy Frost. We are located at the Music for Life Health Club and Training Center in Las Vegas, where our staff support you building mental fitness and emotional mastery. Our four divisions offer wellness circles, drum circles, music therapy, and music medicine. Music for Life's public health club offers discount memberships to waive those public program fees. To connect with us before the next show, please go to our website at www.music4, that number 4, life.us. It is our sincere mission to have inspired you with life skills featuring music medicine for health and today's special guest, Carolyn Ortman. We dare you, until we meet again, to be happy now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.